0: Welcome to the Occasional Adult Podcast, where we have candid conversations about all the challenges we face as we attempt adulthood and how we're only good at being adults occasionally. I'm your host, Tony,
1: And I'm your host, Jamae, And being young-ish adults ourselves, we'll share experiences that you'll probably relate to and hopefully learn from. Thanks for tuning in. Now, let's get into this episode.
0: Hello, Occasional Adults. Hello, Jemay. Hi. <laughs> How you
1: doing? I'm
0: here. How are you, Tony? I'm blessed. I'm blessed and highly favored.
1: This is one of those adult weeks and not one of the occasional weeks, so.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: That's real. It's been a lot of weeks like that. It's probably going to be a lot more since we're in, you know, Q4 of the year. But. Ooh. I don't it's okay. Know. It's it's only up from here. It's only up from here.
1: Thank you for your words of encouragement.
0: You're welcome, friend. But I'm really excited for today's episode because today we're talking about figuring out your purpose. Well, okay. I guess technically your purpose and your passions. But once you figure out your purpose, how to actually step into that purpose and okay. act on that purpose. Uh And I'm even more excited for today's guest, because she's had a very recent and exciting journey that I think would be really cool for our audience to hear about, especially as it relates to her passions and her purpose. So I'm Mm going to pass it off to our guest, Shantae. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Hello,
2: beautiful people. I am Shante. Um, My pole alias is Sky Luna, so I'm also known as Sky Luna. I am a digital content intellect. So what I basically do is I try to find ways to leverage social media, um, but also balancing our mental health with content creation. Um, with that, I try to leverage creativity to elevate our social media president uh, presence through authenticity. So I, as I kind of evolved. I started to notice that I love social media. I love digital marketing. I love finding ways to, of course, promote myself on social media, but I didn't really know exactly how. And so over time, I discovered pole artistry, pole fitness, Mm -hmm. and now I am a digital content intellect, but my area of focus Mm -hmm. is pole artistry.
1: Can I steal that? Can we bite yeah. digital content intellect?
2: Yeah, steal that. Steal that. Steal I that. You that. Got I'll it. give you a credit. I'll give it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because um, I was at a convention and they were like, introduce yourself. And everyone has the same statement. Oh, I do this. This is what I do. But I was like, I'm not mm-hmm. about to associate myself to a corporate job. Mm-hmm. So I immediately said, oh, yes. I'm a digital content intellect. That's what I enjoy doing. I love that sounds wow. so much better than strategists. Like
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm a cross-functional intellect. I don't know. We're gonna figure out <laughs> what that looks like.
0: But <laughs> I've never heard Tati. that before. No, that's all I'm no, saying. Just, how okay, I have more questions. Okay, how did you come up with that? You said digital content intellect. Yeah. So is, is that a name that you came up with, or was it like somebody told you that?
2: I So actually, it's so funny because I was watching interviews and this guy said, I'm an Mm -hmm. art intellect. He said, what I do is Mm -hmm. I study art. I study the history of art. And then I try to find a way to uh, be an enthusiast for art, be a person or um, a spokesperson for artistry. And so I was like, well, I like digital content. I love social media. So I'm a a digital content intellect. I study social media like the back of my hand right now. I'm studying Mm. TikTok. And I'm taking the time to figure Mm. out the algorithm in order to elevate my presence on that platform. Mm. Same for Instagram. Same for YouTube. Um, And so because I spend a lot of time researching, I was like, yeah, I study this. This is my research. What? So, yeah, put some respect on my name. I am an intellect when it comes to my industry.
0: Yes period what
2: all of the synonyms i'm thinking of none of them compare so i'm just
1: <laughs> i'm here for that and it just feels so empowering okay but i know that i'm gonna make it a hard left because we definitely went <laughs> in that direction but i'm yeah. gonna bring it back to your name Sky Luna. Like I just want to give the people a taste. I know that we're gonna get deeper into it and figure out how you started mm-hmm. and all that. But where did Sky Luna come from? That's sexy.
2: Thank you. Yes. Oh yes. Oh, I've be been wanted to ask that question. <laughs> and it's so funny because um, so some of you all you all may know that I'm really, really spiritual. Uh when it comes mm-hmm. down to identifying with my spirituality, I try to take the time to do a lot of soul searching to really determine where I need to be in life. And when I discovered pole artistry, I took the time to say, all right, how do I associate my spiritual? Actually, my therapist told me, she said, mm. you're super spiritual and you love pole. You need to find a way to connect the two. And I was like, how the mm. hell am I going to tell people to do pole <laughs> and also praise Jesus? I don't know how. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm telling you, I- I didn't know how. I did not know how. And so oh my in my head, I was like, my my first name is Shantae. My middle name is Levon. And I said, I really want mm-hmm. to be known for those initials, SL. So in my mm-hmm. head, I was like, with mm-hmm. me being a Cancer, I'm ruled by the moon. So mm-hmm. Luna is all about, uh, of course, the moon and the activity with um, the planets in the sky or in the galaxy. And so I was like, all right, we got lunar a uh, luna and so i said sky luna i was like i always give praise honestly i don't know how the hell i came up with sky luna i think i had a high <laughs> moment one day and i was like you know what <laughs> Sky <Yes. Luna. clears throat> but i remember i was like sky and luna i was like i could really figure out what i want to do with that so um it stuck i really um and honestly i, I thought about sailor moon I thought about mm. Sky Luna with Sailor Moon, um, the anime. And I was just oh, like, maybe nice. I can s- kind of get creative with the name. And so I just okay. came up with Sky Luna.
1: I'm here for wow. it. Wow. Because both I of them, that. you got to look to the heavens. So, <laughs> you know what I'm Mom. saying? You yeah. got the Holy Twerk team. I was on it in college. Oh, the <laughs>
0: Holy Twerk team. <laughs> you look
1: <laughs> We had some interesting practices. Um, shout out to Ant's gospel choir,
0: <laughs> mm. okay.
1: but we can go ahead and move past that. That's a different story.
0: <laughs> wow, I'm I'm really excited to dive deeper into all of that because you just you started us off so well. But before mm-hmm. we get a little deeper into your journey, we said we're talking about purpose, but you yeah. can't really have purpose without identifying your passions. So I think it's important to note the differences first. So I'll pose the question to you guys. What does passion mean to you? What does um, purpose mean to you? And then I'll get into the actual definitions and what the differences are.
1: You can go first. I was about to say ladies first.
2: I'm a lady, but (laughs) you can go first. Guests first. (laughs) So regarding passion, I think it's a burning desire you have within your heart like every time you wake up, you're always constantly thinking about your passion. You have like this burning desire. No one can like steer you away from achieving whatever you have set forth for this passion. And I realized that, um, when I wake up and I think about something and I'm fixated on it, that's a passion. That's a huge sign that I'm passionate about it. Um, regarding Mm -hmm. purpose, I feel like, there's some type of spiritual connection, and I, I will say, like with the Holy Spirit, I don't know, but I feel like every time we, every time someone's born into this earth, they're supposed to fulfill something that they're some mission that they're supposed to do. And spiritually, your mind, body, and your soul connects with what you're supposed to do. And so as you age, you start to you start to move towards your passion, but then you discover that that's your purpose. You were meant to do this on this earth. Mm -hmm. And I can't really define it clearly, but I know that Mm -hmm. this is some ordained gift that I was given that is unique to to me and other people. And so now I need to move forward with understanding how I can utilize that gift to help the world.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm. I'm feeling all of this.
0: Child, okay. You you should have your own podcast
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying I thought she did with the mic she got going on right there but...
0: <laughs> so like, it's funny. You she gave us a word right there right?
2: Yeah I appreciate that It's funny because I, I had some I'll tell you later but I had some I initially bought this microphone To talk about real estate um, And how to educate oh. people about real estate But it was a boring podcast People were like, "Oh, real estate? Ah, oh, no, I'm good." And then it, it just people just stopped listening. They were more they were more involved with what I was talking about instead of what I was doing as a real estate agent. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I got to kind of oh, pivot. Okay. Yeah, and it was called My Charlotte Sense. It's probably still on Apple Music oh. or iTunes. Yeah, yeah, but but don't look it up. Don't look it up. No.
1: <laughs> wait! 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 Because I'm corny and I love puns. Was sense spelled C-E-N-T-S? Or yes. S- <laughs> I rock with you. I rock with you.
0: Oh my God. Y'all are great. Y'all are so great. Okay. Okay. So going back to passion versus purpose. Um, Jabe, was there anything that you wanted to add on to what Shantae said?
1: Yeah. I was like... I know she's going to come with the heat. So the whole time I was thinking. Sure did. (laughs) Um, I think the only thing I will say to kind of wrap all of that up in a neat little bow is I look at purpose as the goal or the destination. And I look at passion as the vehicle that gets you to your goal or your destination. Mm. So definitely like, Moving on your journey and spending more time in your passion, you realize how it connects to and helps people. And then once you figure out how it transitions and correlates with the, you know, helping people aspect of it, then I think you found your purpose. You guys Mm. know that I always shamelessly plug your quirk. I think your passion lies on the what you love and what you're good at side of the intersection, Mm -hmm. but as you do more of what you love and what you're good at and you start to lean into how that uh, solves the world's problems or what you can be paid for, all of those things coming together just kind of, become your purpose. Honestly, you could drop the, what you can be paid for, but that's just for my entrepreneurs. because <laughs> We all got to eat. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like that top, those top three circles when they overlap, the what you love, what you're good at, and what uh, the world needs. I mm-hmm. think that's mm-hmm. when you find your purpose.
0: I, I want you to know that you are both exactly right. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> So I'm going to read off the actual definitions. So passion is an intense desire or enthusiasm for something. So exactly what Shantae was saying earlier, you have this burning desire, this love for something. And then purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. So I guess like if you're trying to figure out your passions, you're you're on that path right now. Some of the questions you could ask yourself are, what makes you excited? What brings you joy? What would you do if money wasn't an issue? What is it that you would do if you had no restrictions? Those The answers to those questions will help you identify your passion. And then with your purpose, what are your skill sets and your talents? What makes you thrive in this area over other areas? Why does this thing matter to you? So essentially your passion is your what and your purpose is your why. Mm, I love that. Yes. I'm sitting here and taking also, one of my passions. Come on, notes. What would you oh, say, Jimmy?
1: I said sleep might be one of my passions, but I realized that that's not going to okay. help anybody out. So I guess you, it can't be a purpose.
0: You it's are so... Ordained. I can't with you. <laughs> um, but yeah, something else that I guess is a difference to note is that you can have multiple passions and multiple things of interest but mm-hmm. well my belief anyways, that you only have one purpose one specific thing as Shantae was saying that god has called you to do that you have been put on this earth to do yeah. and also like to the point that you were making to Jame, your purpose is really within what you can bring to the world like your passion is for you while your purpose is for others mm-hmm. so what are you taking with your passion and how are you serving that to the world
2: and you know what, um, mm-hmm. I think that's a really good point because I think where I'm at, where my life is, I have a lot of passions. I have a lot of things I want to learn, but how do I put that all mm. together to understand my purpose, to help other people?
0: Girl, mm. that's the age old question. Oh. Oof, child. Just
1: trying, trying to figure it out. What
0: I
2: want to do, <laughs>
1: that's literally what I want to do for a living is help people get there. Because as you guys have listened to our podcast and the different episodes, you should know that my career trajectory has quite literally been all over the place. So trying to explain that to recruiters, (laughs) like why only spend three months here and a year there and six months there? And none of the industries really relate to one another, you know, going from hospitality to I don't know, customer service to marketing to finance and just being all over the map. They're just like, What do you want to do with your life? Cause you just seem like somebody had quite literally told me that my resume made it seem like I had a personality disorder. Because there was so oh yeah, yes, honey. Wow. Yes. They were like either she really likes learning and she's very curious or she has a personality disorder and she doesn't know what she wants to do. And I had to sit down and really learn how to articulate why my curiosity was valuable and my, Mm -hmm. you know, veracity. I don't know what the word is, but my intense passion (laughs) for consuming knowledge and applying it and optimizing systems. So what I like to call a red thread, I had to find the red thread through all of my different experiences. So I found that it's kind of like putting a puzzle together. And from my experience, putting my own puzzle together, I kind of like doing that for other people as well. So especially those who want to like make a business out of all of their sporadic learning experiences, I help them kind Mm -hmm. of you know narrow that down or distill it down into whatever that umbrella thing is Mm. so that your different skill sets and passions and all of those things make sense and still ladder up to your ultimate umbrella your goal your purpose ultimately i love that Mm
0: -hmm. that. yeah so then jamae i'll ask you this question but i also want to pose the same question to shantae as well would you say that you've found your purpose after explaining everything that you just explained.
1: hmm <laughs> Okay. But again, I want the guests to go first <laughs> while I marinate over here. <laughs> you see how I keep putting off on you?
0: <laughs> you okay, know, so Shantae. Yeah, same question to you. Have you found your purpose?
2: I would say recently I discovered my purpose. Um mm-hmm. I noticed Growing up, I was very, very curious, trying to figure out what direction I wanted to go into. And because I was a first-generation college student, I was told that if you're good at Mm -hmm. something, pursue a career with it. And just because I was Mm -hmm. good in biology doesn't mean I want to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. You know? And I realized that, okay, as I'm going through college, I know I want to help people, but not through healthcare. And so I started to determine, like, what? what are my passions? What is my purpose? Have I found my purpose through my passions? And time and time again, I would do something. I'm like, no, that's not it. I would do something again. And I'll realize it's like this recurring cycle of me trying new things and not really feeling like I was fulfilling my purpose. And so I want to say recently, actually, since I quit my job, and I quit my job Mm -hmm. back in July, ever since I quit my job, I realized that I have to go on a spiritual journey to really realize what my purpose is on this earth. And Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I actually had a moment this morning where I did this medication, I said a medication, this meditation called um, Akashic records. And Mm -hmm. basically what it is, is you do this prayer before you meditate. And then while you're meditating, you start visualizing, um, going into this library where you reach out to your spirit guides who have kept uh, records of your deeds um, over your history of your life. And it could be from Mm -hmm. this lifetime, or if you believe in reincarnation, it's in your past lives. And I told myself, I was like, let me meditate and try this method of meditation to see if there's something that's going to be revealed to me. And mind you, this is my second time doing this. So I'm not really exactly sure whether it works or not. But I asked Mm -hmm. God, I said, What's my purpose? What am I supposed to do? And I just sat there and I meditated and God was like, you're supposed to help women like you. Mm.
0: And immediately Mm.
2: I got super emotional and I was like, I looked back at my life and I was like, that's exactly it. College, I did sister circle. I joined a sorority to help us. You know, I messed around and started a mastermind group for content creators and entrepreneurs to help guide women who want to share their voice on platforms and make it a business. And I realized even with Paul, I want to help women mentally. I want them to help uh, elevate any self-esteem issues that have, or any generational, not elevate, but remove any self-esteem issues or any generational trauma. How can I do that through the art of Paul? And so I realized that I have trauma that I'm trying to work through, but the only way I can help other people is by sharing my story, sharing my Mm -hmm. personal journey. And that's my purpose.
1: That was a good wow. testimony. Some good grocery. <laughs> I am here. Oh, that hit me in a deep place because I've been, I stumbled across Black Girls Po
2: like the, yes, <laughs> but like years, <laughs> ago, oh my gosh. <laughs> you already know I'm repping Black Girls Pole. what's up? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, she's holding
1: up a sweatshirt. She's wearing a black girl's pole sweatshirt right now. I had no idea. (laughs) But I found them like, uh, I don't know how many years ago, whenever P-Valley started to get really popular, that's Mm. when all of that came together. And then that's when I found P-Valley. And I had never seen that level of representation where it was an art form. That's why I love how you call it pole artistry rather than pole dancing, because you immediately go to the scribbles. Yep. But that's not what it's about. Right. Um. For those who are ignorant, you need to have less clothes on so that you can stick to the pole. And I'm sure that Let there's other reasons too. <laughs> but I, I'm not that well-versed. Um. I have not yet started my pole journey yet, but it's coming. It will. <laughs> so I just like really appreciate you putting yourself out there and sharing your journey your story I guess your traumas as well I'm not aware of them but I can only imagine what that does for other women especially black women who are naturally or regularly over sexualized right. so thank you <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to yeah. take that car. back time out Um, to answer Tony's question though, I think since I just gave that whole like speech about laddering up to something, I realized like I didn't have my answer. So that's why I put you in the hot seat. (laughs) (laughs) But I realized that my umbrella is education. Mm. Um, education has been core to my life since I was a kid, I don't know what it was, but my parents just always, I don't wanna say beat it into me, but emphasized the importance and the privilege that there was to have education and how knowledge and education was equal to access Mm. and how many doors it would open up for you, the more knowledge you could get in and then Obviously, religious upbringing, um, more spiritual now, but started with the whole Christian foundation. Um, there's no point in you holding and hoarding all of that knowledge. It's best for you to take it in so that you can share it back out to lift mm. and elevate other people because they always say that if you want to go quickly, go alone, but if you want to go far, go together. So I'm, I'm all about everybody at my table eating. <laughs> so it doesn't make yeah. any sense for me to learn all of this stuff and be like, all right, y'all, figure it out yourself. Right. That's never been my personality. And I feel like that's quite literally what's the problem that we have societally, society, mm-hmm. whatever, socially today, is that one group of people have been and holding on to all of this knowledge and gatekeeping it so that nobody else can elevate themselves. And I'm appreciative that the times are changing. So I just want to make a difference because it's always at the forefront of my brain that people that look like me did not have this freedom to Mm -hmm. learn, to educate themselves like a couple of decades ago. So that's the pole. That's the hill I'm dying on. Wow. <laughs> that's my passion. And Quirk came out of that through my passion for educating other people.
2: Mm. And wow. truth be told, if I could be completely honest, that's how the mindset should be. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed, and, and I, I'm only familiar with our community, but I've noticed that people are gatekeeping.
0: Or mm-hmm. they find
2: ways to one up you. And it's like crabs in a barrel where yes. we're not trying to yes. find ways to uplift and help each other. Like I'll give an example, right? I'm in the pole and I'm in the pole industry. I'm taking my time along my journey. And I make sure that with me being two years into this experience, I make sure that anyone who's fairly new, I mm-hmm. try my best to teach them, help them, help them go through their journey so they are not making as many mistakes as I made or I or it's something that I didn't know I made sure they are aware of it. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that every woman, especially of color, they're not doing that. They're not doing that mm-hmm. and it comes down to what is your ego driving you mm-hmm. from helping other people who are literally coming after you or is your ego causing you to feel insecure? And so now you're mm-hmm. gatekeeping or trying to find ways to one up your competition, and it's like instead of us being competitive, why not uplift each other? Yeah. And yeah, I say all that to say I love that you. Your goal is to learn to educate because we need a community who's willing to help others, so we can continue growing and breaking some of these cycles.
1: Mm-hmm. Cause it ain't gonna happen by mm. one person or the other. So. Mm-mm. Right. I
2: hate it. It really, it really (laughs) grinds my gears. I was just about to say that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh wow. I will definitely say that listening to you guys talk about your purpose and kind of this whole journey of self-discovery with your passions and the things that you're supposed to be doing is very inspiring for somebody like me who is still in the phase where they're trying to figure (laughs) it out. (laughs) (laughs) Because the Lord has not given me my purpose yet. Or at least if he if he told it to me, I probably wasn't listening. I wasn't hearing it. When I tell you, I be talking to God and I'm like, Lord, I need you to make it obvious. I need you to make it plain. I need you to like throw it in my face. Because yeah. otherwise, I ain't gonna see it. I ain't gonna see it. I got glasses. <laughs> I got glasses and I still can't see shit. I don't understand. <laughs> but I will say that I... I know what my passions are, at least like some of my passions, right? I know that I really enjoy helping people and I'm very... It brings me joy to see other people reach their goals. That's the thing mm-hmm. that makes me happy. If I can contribute to somebody getting to where they want to be in life, then I'm very satisfied. And hearing Jamee talking about the education piece, I realized that our passions are kind of aligned in that way. And that's probably why we're best friends. Oh. <laughs> because... <laughs> like I also recognize my privilege in that manner just growing mm-hmm. up with the parents that I had like I know on this podcast me and Jamae be talking about our difficulties <laughs> growing up with black mothers oh, it's been a struggle
2: yes yes but
0: like yes me and my mom have have our strains in our relationships but she is still a damn good mother Mm -hmm. And just growing up, she just had the knowledge and knew of the tools and resources to put me where I needed to be in order to succeed, like placing me in STEM summer camps and Mm -hmm. um, in apprenticeships in high school and things like that to set me up for success so that I can now be an engineering, um, what was the word? An engineer intellect.
2: Okay. (laughs) Okay. know (laughs) yes I love but
0: I I understand that a lot of families a lot of parents rather don't know to do that they don't necessarily know what those tools or resources are to be able to set their children up for success so Mm -hmm. even though I don't necessarily know what my purpose is yet I feel like there are a lot of things that have happened in my life that are directing me to my purpose and I have passions that are directing me there so knowing that i want to help people be able to understand what those resources are in order for them to succeed i want to be able to help people succeed in stem specifically black mm. women mm-hmm. young mm-hmm. black girls mm-hmm. like myself mm-hmm. um and also this podcast like i don't know that this podcast is my purpose but i think this is still something that is setting me up for <laughs> <Yes>. my purpose <laughs> yes because in all my friend groups i've been talking here. about this how yeah how I'm the person that keeps everybody grounded. I'm everybody's unofficial unpaid therapist. (laughs) You're the starter one. (laughs) One of my friends calls me coach. Like I'm really just that for everybody. So (laughs) I know that like the Lord has given me so many, so many experiences and so much knowledge that I can take and then give to the next person in order for Mm -hmm. them to be where they need to be in life. So one day we're going to get there. And when I figure out my purpose, I'm going to come to the two of y'all
2: and be like, Hey, I
0: finally heard what the Lord said.
2: Absolutely. But I, I truly believe when you step outside of your comfort zone and you get Mm. comfortable with the uncomfortable, God has a way of revealing certain things to you. So if you feel like you've been coasting lately, just be like, all right, what am I going to do to step Mm. outside of my comfort zone? So I can receive the blessings and the messages that are meant for me.
1: Girl, um, did you just
2: set you, us up for a segway? <laughs> Come on. Cuz
1: I was about to ask how um you got started and what your journey has been like, but I did want to pause right here and make sure that I gave my HBCUs all of them, even oh. the ones that aren't ANT, some <laughs> kudos. <laughs> Because all I could think about when you were talking, Tony, and you as well, Shantae, was that orientation speech that Dr. Judy Rashid gave. And she's like, you are standing on the shoulders of giants. Or that might've been um, Dr. Blue. But that's all I can think of is like, historically, Black colleges and universities really emphasize that you have a greater purpose because Mm -hmm. the people that came before you had a greater purpose and it's about right. elevating the next generation. And I just think about the things that I was exposed to at a t yeah. that pushed me into my passion and into my purpose because I didn't know what the heck a magnet school was like till I got mm. to a and and I didn't understand its function when it was described to me. I was like, you just describe my high school. So I don't like, yeah. what's the difference? <laughs> like, why do people got to vote or do whatever, get a lottery to get into this university or this high school? Mm-hmm. And people would be like, this is for the people who might not have those other options. Like, Their other option is public school and their public schools don't have the same resources. Because I was like, I went to public school, right. but- My public school resources versus their public school resources, completely different. So I just am thankful for the friends that I've met, for the connections that I've made, the network I was given, the cultural and academic, personal and professional development that came through that university, and the doors that it opened for me to get to quote-unquote prestigious graduate school (laughs) or Mm. well it's a PWI so I feel like everybody thinks those things are prestigious but right I digress (laughs) 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 but yes to circle back to our journeys Mm. Shantae you've been dropping all of these gems and you just noted that you have to get comfortable with the uncomfortable So tell Mm. us, how did the good Lord, the universe, whatever the listeners connect with spiritually, nudge you or shove you, because I got shoved, into (laughs) your passion or purpose?
2: Uh, That's so funny. (laughs) Um, It's so, oh, into my purpose. So when I think of purpose and when I think of passion, I consider them two separate things, right? And so I guess I'm going to mm. answer it as two separate questions. So when it comes down to my passion, I stumbled across pole. Mm. I I was mm. at a point in my life, 2020, I had mm. one of the most toxic situations that I was in romantically. And I was like, mm. yo, this nigga is bringing, excuse my language. This person <laughs> is bringing okay. me through the ringer. okay? It was to the point where I questioned who I was as a woman. It was to the point where I was just like my insecurity, everything was being surfaced dealing with this. I call them karmics. And I was just like, you know what, God, I need to do a 12 day fast. And so mm. I fasted mm. for 12 days where I created this ancestor altar and I prayed over the ancestor altar every single day. And I drunk coconut water and water. And I was just like, let me just stay prayed up. Let me meditate. Let me do everything I need to do to find clarity on what this next step is. Because this person has a spiritual hold on me to the point where I'm mm. questioning who I am as a woman, because this, this piece of shit of a karmic is fucking up my life. And so at that point, mm. I said, you know what? I need to find some hobbies. I need to find some hobbies. What can I do? At the time I was cycling, that was getting boring after a while. But I was like, what else can I do? So I went on Groupon and I was like, oh, free pole dancing? No, it wasn't free pole dancing. It was like $5 pole dancing. And I was like, Mm -hmm. if it's close by, I may just take them up on their offer. So I bought the Groupon. Mm -hmm. Come to find out it was two minutes from my house, walking distance. And I was like, you know what? Bam. So I took a class. I was super insecure. I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like I wasn't good. I felt like I didn't love my body. I just was on some, I'm not going to lie. I just didn't feel like I was beautiful. I'm not going to lie, for real, for real. Mm -hmm. And so at that point, I took a class and I saw one of the owners perform. She performed and she was like, if you guys want to do this, you can turn this into a sport. And she said, Mm -hmm. if you want to represent the studio, we train hard. And I was like, oh, y'all really take this shit seriously. Uh, and so I started training, I started learning. And next thing you know, I was like, yo, I'm gonna take this seriously. Like since high school, I haven't really found a thing. Like I haven't found a hobby that we like to do. Like when you're growing up, your parents put you in activities to keep you busy. But mm-hmm. as we grow as we become adults, we're not as busy with hobbies as we once were. So immediately mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? This is going to be my hobby. And as soon as I got serious about it, it became a passion that I didn't even realize I had. Mm-hmm. And I was like, as soon as I, and and mind you, it caused me to refocus my attention from someone that was causing me pain, hurt, trauma, to me focusing Mm -hmm. on my femininity, for me to love myself, for me to know that I'm beautiful, for me to strip down into like a top, into some short shorts, and pull, and be like, yeah, I I can do this. I'm that bitch. Mm -hmm. I got this. And I discovered a passion. Immediately, I stumbled across it. And that's why I, I stumbled across it. And that's why, Tony, I always say like get comfortable with the uncomfortable because God forced me into a karmic situation for me to really understand that I didn't really love myself as much as I should. Mm-hmm. And then I discovered pole, and I was like, Oh, this is what she wanted me to do this entire time. And it, it, it turned into a passion. Um, mm-hmm. And then regarding purpose, like I said, that's an ongoing journey because I feel like I still have a lot of life to live, but I discovered my purpose because When I dealt with younger children, when I dealt with my nieces and nephews, when I deal with people, I always, I always give unwarranted advice. They Mm -hmm. always say like, Mm -hmm. all right, I I mean, thank you, but I didn't ask. But a part of me (laughs) feels motivated to tell you how you can succeed in whatever endeavor you're trying to pursue. And immediately I knew if it's annoying, but I feel like they're changing their lives because of their, because of my advice. Maybe that's something I need to continue doing. How can mm-hmm. I sh- going back to what Jemaine and what you Tony said, what you t- what you said Tony? You all said I am taking in this knowledge in order to reach back and help somebody else. And in my head, I'm like, mm-hmm. there's so many things that I I spend a lot of time learning about. Is this guy what you want me to do? But then I started mm-hmm. to think about my passion with Paul, and I was like, I was insecure. I didn't love myself. And I was like that's a journey that I'm still working on and then mm-hmm. I also have this purpose of helping people how can I along my personal journey how can I help other people because now internally I feel fulfilled but I'm also pursuing something I really love and that's how I discovered yeah. it I'm trying not to get emotional over here because <sighs> I feel like we might be the same person <laughs> uh,
0: I ain't gonna hold you my eyes started watering <laughs> oh, I was like God, wow we, we have been through some similar things <laughs>
2: Let me tell you, and the marathon continues. Continues for real. It
1: oh, continues. oh,
2: it doesn't end. Like it doesn't.
0: It doesn't. I want to. I want to call out something specifically that you said about um, purpose being an ongoing journey, because I realized that that's not really how I was thinking about it before. I was thinking about purpose being, I guess, the final destination. Like mm. once I figure out what my purpose mm. is, then like that's that's the last thing for me to figure out and that's what I just continue <laughs> doing <laughs> for you know whatever I have left yeah but that's not necessarily the case it's an mm-hmm. ongoing journey and i realized your purpose can also be an evolving thing right like as you as you learn your purpose as you fulfill what you're supposed to within your purpose i guess for that time it can still evolve as you're developing new passions, learning new skill sets and things like that. And your purpose can evolve into something even greater as you're Mm -hmm. reaching out to a different type of audience and helping other people. So that's, I, yes, Yes. I like what you said.
2: (laughs) And you know, it's so crazy because you would expect as you're growing up, someone to tell you this information you would expect. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Naturally I expected my mom, my brothers to tell me this, but when you're not taking yeah. the time to look inward, you don't know mm-hmm. where to start. And then mm-hmm. it I'm at a point where I look at I look up articles, like, how can you love yourself more? How can you spend time mm-hmm. appreciating your body and, and the the body that the universe has given you? Like, how can you how can you overcome that? And I realize that if you don't take the time to work on yourself and do shadow work, you're gonna go into the same generational cycle. And you got to, if you're learning, you got to teach people how to learn so they can help themselves. But people got to want help Mm. in order to receive help. So I just help myself. That is
1: something I am learning. It's so hard. It is so hard. Because that unsolicited advice that she was talking about, I always, I'm like, you could just do this. But then I try to take on that person's burden of learning for them. Yep. And I, I'll i mm-hmm. never forget that conversation. The day that I learned that, I was talking to my professor, now mentor. Um, and it was post-grad, but he was, we were just talking and I was running my idea for my small business by him. And I just asked him about facilitation and how he created a culture of competition, but also collaboration. So we all understood that we were in direct competition with one another, but we didn't have to step on or step over each other to elevate. So I would mm. see my colleagues or my classmates' weaknesses, and I would have those strengths, and I would go and help them and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So I knew the, who my resources were, but there was still that level of, I'm having best projects, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so I was asking him how how he did that. and what I was missing. Mm. And he told me that it was my ego that was getting in the way. Mm. And I was like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I clutches <laughs> pearls. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been having this battle with pride for a minute. Mm. And he was just saying, it's not necessarily... A negative thing, but you want so bad for someone to learn something or someone to understand something that you take that learning experience away from them and you give them the answer. Mm. So then, therefore, they don't know how to do it for themselves. So they just solely rely on you consistently to give them that information and they don't ever develop that wherewithal to go seek it out themselves or become resourceful or scrappy as the business people say. Mm. So completely understand that and how it consistently, like your purpose can consistently evolve because it made me think of Mike Todd's demonstration before he got crazy and started spitting people's faces. (laughs) Oh, um, <laughs> but it was when he was pouring the water, like the cup over the, oh, God makes your cup overfloweth. Jesus mm-hmm. the biblical terms. Mm-hmm. So as you continue to pour into other per- people and make sure that their cup is filling up and their cup is overflowing, you always have to go back to a source so that you could get poured into or get mm-hmm. the next direction or get that information or refresh and revitalize whatever that is if it's internally looking into yourself like you said Shante, or just meditating or religious spiritual praying whatever that Mm -hmm. is like find your peace (laughs) because if you are going to give to other people who that is a draining that is a draining (laughs) thing
0: Yeah, Yeah, you know, this conversation is reminding me of another conversation that I had earlier today. It's slightly off topic, but I'll be brief about it so we can (laughs) move on. Um, But basically like (laughs) the comment about people who need help but don't necessarily want the help and stuff like that. It just reminded me of something that I was saying about therapy because I know we talk a lot about therapy and how useful it is and how everybody should just go get therapy. But (laughs) even though I believe everybody should get therapy, I also genuinely believe that therapy is not for everyone mm. because therapy is only as useful as you allow it to be. Ooh. So if you're not actually willing to get that help and to take on that experience and to, to receive what you need to within therapy, then it's not mm. going to be useful to you. It's not going to yes. be helpful at all. And it's going to be a waste of time. So yeah, you just you just have to be actually willing to receive that. So I just wanted right. to put that out there. Girl, that's like real. you,
1: you in this podcast are the therapy starter pack. We might throw a little <laughs> other things in there, <laughs> but it's you, this podcast, and maybe some quiet time. That's the therapy starter pack before you can get That's your <laughs> so quiet
2: time, please.
0: oh, Lord. Were you gonna say something?
1: Yeah, I was curious if you like what you've been doing. If I'm not going to lie. Like, I know you haven't necessarily found it yet, but I was curious to know what your journey's been like as you've tried to find your passion. In what
0: my journey's been like?
1: Yeah, girl.
0: Girl, shit, if I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's fine. That's a perfectly fine answer.
0: <laughs> um, I feel like I am at a very interesting point in my journey, specifically because- So, you know, I'm still a nine to five girly Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to figure out what I want to do next because these people at my job, they got me a little (laughs) bit twisted. They got me a little (laughs) bit effed up. So we're trying to figure out the next step. (laughs) So I'm trying to figure out like if I'm supposed to stay in this industry that I'm in or if I'm supposed to pivot to something else. I'm wondering if I need to go back to the healthcare industry specifically, because if you remember, mm-hmm. both of my degrees are actually in bioengineering, like biomedical, mm-hmm. and I'm not actually doing that right now. Um, also, with this podcast, we're really like getting used to it and we're we're finding our groove with this podcast. So I'm trying to figure out where where this lies within my purpose as well. So I just really, I just need to go talk to God. That's where I am (laughs) in my journey currently. I need to talk to the Lord about a lot of things. And I will say that I fell off of my spiritual journey and my relationship with God after um, Saliva Gate with (laughs) Mike Todd because that was (laughs) that. Yes, I call this saliva gate because I cannot believe this man did that. Oh, sweet baby Jesus! <laughs> but yeah, but that was that was my pastor. That's who I watch regularly. Like that was that was my virtual church home or whatever. So since that happened, I was like, yeah, I can't do this no more. And I've been trying to find a new church home in somewhere where I can go and learn and receive the word. Yes. So. Yeah, there's just a lot of new things and a lot of transition. Yeah, a lot of transitions for me right now in my journey. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're figuring it out though.
1: You are on the cusp, girl, because yeah. you see you know my journey, trials and tribulations. <laughs> yeah. Anytime I thought I was somewhat comfortable, God came along and was like, here's the carpet, snatch. And then I would be on my face. So he knows I like stability. And comfort. Mm-hmm. So every time he wanted to give me a message, he took that away. <laughs> and but I'm not uncomfortable. I mean, not uncomfortable. I'm not upset or I don't regret any of those experiences because mm-hmm. those were times of accelerated growth. And I just found so yes. much about
2: myself and yes. what I needed to do. So, and and sometimes when you have a thought, like the fact that you all had a thought to create this podcast. And you're on your second season. Like it shows that you're on the right journey, but they say what faith without works is dead. You got to keep yeah. working at it. You got to keep working at it. But I know you have a gift gab. I know you're well organized. I know you can create something or you can have a thought and you can go from point A to point B. So you're determined, you're resilient. And I know you're going to get to it. It's just a matter of just going along your journey. It's not going to happen overnight. But mm-hmm. like you said, stay prayed up, ask for guidance, step outside of your comfort zone, and it's gonna be revealed over time. Like for me, I'm twenty. I just turned twenty nine um, in July, okay. and the fact that I'm just now thinking, I am like figuring out my purpose. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I may discover it with Paul, and may I may create a business with Paul, or I will create a business with Paul, and Eight then maybe years. a few yes. years later, it may shift drastically. But that's the cycle of life, you know? Just like we're in mm-hmm. relationships, so we yeah. may love that person initially, and then over time, it work out. Girl, oh, tra- I take
1: the lid off the can of worms. I don't wanna talk about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this, ah, I, I love listening to y'all. I really do. I really do. But um, let's shift gears a little bit and talk about what it's like to actually act on your purpose. And I want to start off this part of the conversation by talking about how do you go about continuing or I guess staying motivated when you are in a season of what seems like failure or you're not Mm. having the type of success that you want. Mm. So as I was thinking about um, this topic and I was thinking about your journey, Shantae, I was actually thinking about your first competition (laughs) because I went to that competition (laughs) And I was thinking about your most recent pole competition and what basically how you how you continued and stayed motivated throughout your competition journey. Because Mm. me, me just being me, you know, I'm a Sky Luna (laughs) fan. I was in the audience and I personally (laughs) think that Shantae got robbed, but that's just me. So I'm gonna go ahead and let you talk.
2: You know, I appreciate that because I—that was the first thing that came into my mind. I was like, "And let me, and let me just tell you all a backstory because, like, Tony, I don't even know if you know what happened. So, I'm gonna just be straight up. I don't really care. Um, and so, whatever. I'm. This is just a uh, disclaimer. So, whatever I'm about to say, if anyone happens to listen to the podcast, they're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about and who I'm talking about. But I started Poll back in 2021. I decided after, once I reached my one year anniversary, I'm going to go ahead and do my first competition. A month before my one year anniversary, my brother took his life. I was going through some shit, okay, mentally, emotionally, physically, and I noticed that I was really trying to work with people that I thought was in my corner, and I realized shortly after that, they didn't really have my best interests at heart. Uh, just to say the least. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, all right, this is my one year anniversary. I need to prove to myself that I'm on the right track. And when you're surrounded by people uh, where you see people performing and dancing, you feel like that's the next step. If you're taking pole, all right, how can I start performing? That's kind of like the lateral move. So I immediately Mm -hmm. said, all right, let me just compete. So during that process of competing, I want to say I was going through some shit mentally. I was going through drama at my studio. And I had a point where I was just like, man, like, I don't really know if this is what I'm supposed to do. I didn't even want to go to my studio. Mm -hmm. Like I was at a point where I was just like, Mm -hmm. F it all. And I had so many emotional breakdowns. And all I could think about was you got to do this because you said you were going to do this for yourself. Mm. not because Mm. of how I'm going to be perceived, but because I said I'm going to do this for my first year, I'm going to do it. So I got through that hump of just saying, all right, since I'm approaching my one year anniversary, I'm going to compete. I'm thinking because I went through so much shit, I'm definitely going to kill this performance. Went on stage and it didn't work out exactly how I expected. Now, mind you, I felt like my performance was pretty decent. I, I thought it was pretty good for my category. I thought I had a concept. I thought I, I walked out of there with a blindfold on my eyes. So I couldn't even see when I was yeah. grabbing the pole. I was doing some crazy shit, I, I thought, <laughs> right? Then I, I go back to the scoreboard and they're like, nah, you're seven out of ten, Nine. Excuse me. Yeah, you're seventh place out of nine girls. And I was just like, you got to be wow. kidding me. I was like, are you kidding? And I'm telling you, I haven't even posted that performance yet. And I remember I was like, you got to be kidding me. So fast forward, I'm I'm going on a tangent, but fast forward, I went to uh, Missouri and I was like, you know what? Let me just kind of spend some time by myself and really understand why I'm doing this. So I had a psychedelic trip. Okay. (laughs) I had a psychedelic trip and there were some things that was revealed to me to say the least. And one Mm -hmm. of the things that was revealed to me was, you're not doing this to be judged by people. You're Mm -hmm. doing this internally. Like, this is what you are supposed to do because you know that you're getting some type of fulfillment every single time Mm -hmm. you're working towards your passion. So then I started thinking, and I was like, I went to an African-American museum while I was in St. Louis, Missouri. And I realized, I was like, you know what? My ancestors had to fight. Why am I not telling Mm -hmm. a story about fighting? Why am I Mm -hmm. trying to be accepted by people who don't even know me? Mm -hmm. So immediately I was like, okay, if you want a story, I'm going to show you a mother effing story. Mm -hmm. And so at that point (laughs) I said, I don't care about any failures. I don't care if I was seventh place. I don't care at this point. I'm not doing this for none of you all, but myself. Mm -hmm. And that's when, when I perform this most recent one, you see my anger, you see my emotion, mm-hmm. because I was just like "f the world." I'm doing this for me, mm-hmm. and I guess, I guess, moving through um, possible failures, the book "Think and Grow Rich" um, by Napoleon mm-hmm. Hill, he talks about mm-hmm. um, when you're manifesting the life that you want, mm-hmm. you're going to be faced with temporary failures. And that's the universe's test to see if you're actually ready for your purpose and what you're supposed to receive in abundance. Ooh. And immediately yeah. I was like, oh, not these failures trying to come in my way from my abundance. <laughs> no, we don't got time for that. So immediately I was just like, I got to keep going. Even if I'm afraid, mm. even if I fail, I got to keep going because nothing is going to stop me from getting to where I want to be.
1: Mm. Oh, word. Wow. Jesus. Mic
0: drops.
1: <laughs> I think you found your new home church, Tony. (laughs) I'm
0: staying. You've been preaching this whole episode. Y'all are funny. I love
2: y'all.
1: I I was like, I'm not even going to pretend like I can come. Like even your whole body language, like your emphasis. Who I felt that I'm invigorated. Um, So I'm not going to try to beat that. But for me, when there's possible failures or lack of success, where it's mainly lack of success, because there's a lot of expectations of where I feel like I should be at, and that's societal pressures, but primarily the pressures that I put on myself, because I think I've said it on this podcast before, I have this very interesting relationship with the good Lord, Mm -hmm. and he shows some people the mountaintop, and he shows other people the path. Oof. Well, I mm-hmm. always see the mountaintop. I always get shown the top of that peak and I want to be there tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> and I'm mm-hmm. so impatient. So every time like, I wake up and I still got to go to work, I still got to pay these bills. I still got to do stuff I don't want to do. Right? It feels like I'm not getting any closer to where I'm supposed to be because I was shown that. So I want to close up shop with Quirk every other day, but there is always something like I call them bright spots that pop up and it's either going to be something where we get a new client or a paycheck comes in, or I see a stat about how many, um, You know, underrepresented minorities are trying to build businesses but don't have the resources. So I get frequent reminders that this is not about me and where I'm at right now. Mm. It's about what this is supposed to do, who it's supposed to serve. And... I just get reminded of my why. And that's why I tell all of my mentees, keep that at the forefront because the money ain't going to motivate you at two o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. when you got to do all of this work. So I just remember that it's not about me and what I want and the empire that I'm trying to build. It's about the people that I'm trying to serve. So if I give up, then that's one less resource that they have to mm. access. I love so that. I can't do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Essentially it's just going back to what your purpose is and reminding mm-hmm. yourself of that. Cause we talked about it earlier. We said your passion is your what and your purpose is your why. Mm-hmm. So you have to go back and talk to yourself and be like, Okay, let's let's remind ourselves what the purpose is, right. the why behind this and how we're using this to serve others. So yeah. mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. grocery all around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we eating today. <laughs> oh yeah. And I guess, um Again, Shantae just gave us a whole word. So I'll just see if I can add on a little bit of something to that. <laughs> but... Come on, Deacon. <laughs> the the failures or the lack of success, I just try to see... I do my best because it is not easy. But I mm-hmm. do my best to see it as a learning opportunity. Yes. Is this a failure or is this just a lesson? A lesson mm-hmm. disguised as failure. A lesson and... Possibly new opportunities, so mm-hmm. I just try to see like what I can take from that and carry over, you know, into the next time, so I can turn it yes. into a success.
2: So, have you all had? Have you all had any failures that felt where you felt depleted, like you couldn't go any any further? Like that trauma? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that trauma that you was talking about earlier. Yeah.
1: Same. Like, I didn't think that I was going any further. And then something in me was like, you got to remember who the fuck you is. And and like, after I got through that healing process or past that point and trying to get back to who I was, I realized I didn't want to go back. Like, Mm. I want to be better than the person that was before the hollow shell that somebody made me Mm. (laughs) or allowed somebody to make me. So, definitely didn't know if I was going to come back from that one. That's the first one that came to mind. I'm sure there's others. But mm. what about y'all? Uh,
0: for <laughs> me, the audience already knows what this is. But for me, it was the dark ages. Y'all are, Lord. are... <laughs> <laughs> the dark ages is grad school for those who don't know. But I don't care. That's always going to be my example. But yeah, at one point, I wasn't sure if I could continue. Mm. It it got to a point where I was basically at a crossroads. Like mm-hmm. I could either leave, take some time off and come back, or I could just, you know, push through, get to the end, get to the finish line and walk across that stage. Um, that imaginary stage. I didn't actually walk because I didn't feel like going to graduation, but I still I still got my degree. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, mm-hmm. I ended up staying and just pushing through because I knew that if I left and if I took that time off, I wasn't gonna come back. Mm, and I needed, goodness. I needed to, I needed to stay. I needed to stick to the commitment that I made to myself on this journey. So, yeah, that's my example because your girl almost didn't make it.
2: That's real. Yeah.
1: That's it was real. rough. It's a long, hard road.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I have a question as we get into our typical "how to ad- adult" section mm. of the episode. So I think that we can all say, and I hope I pronounce this correctly because I swear I went to college, two of them. Um, (laughs) I think we can all say that we are multi-hyphenates. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And for those who don't know what that is, because I didn't know before this either. (laughs) Those are just um, individuals with so many skills that you need multiple hyphens to list them. So I guess for our how to adult section, mm-hmm. how do you balance being a
2: multi-hyphenate with
1: all the responsibilities that you got like paying bills
2: and all that It's It's so hard. Uh, I'm not <laughs> I, when I was working, I felt like I didn't have a lot of time at all because my evenings are consumed with pole. I train mm-hmm. for pole almost every day. Um, And I started to realize like, how do I find time to reach my goals through passions or hobbies or business initiatives? How do I find a way? And the only thing I realized was I have to wake up early. Issa Rae wrote in um, an article, she said before her day starts, she wakes up at four o'clock in the morning and she focuses on her and her business every single day. Oprah mm-hmm. said the same people. I uh, said the same thing. Successful people said the same thing. They wake up and they start their day fairly early to get some things that they have set for for themselves or for their business done, so the day doesn't feel less or the day feels more produ- uh, productive. So
0: mm.
2: I think I'm still yeah. struggling with that because I love my sleep. You know,
0: Mm
2: -hmm. I I love Mm -hmm. binge watching at night. You know, I love scrolling on TikTok (laughs) right before I go to bed. You know, that's that me time, right? And I realized the best way for me to be successful in getting things done, especially as a multi-hyphenate, is to wake up early and create a list of things that I needed to work on.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. If I I focus on the evenings, I'm never going to get anything done because at that point, my energy is depleted. But mm-hmm. if I wake up first thing in the morning and say, "All right, maybe Monday I focus on poll, Tuesday I focus on real estate, Wednesday I focus on making fast money, Thursday mm-hmm. I can focus on how I'm going to come up with mm-hmm. money for the next couple of months," like I have to create a schedule for myself in order f- to feel like I'm being productive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. We'll take that down. Yeah. I needed that. Come
0: on. <laughs> yeah, I think True. I guess I do something similar. Well. I don't be waking up at the ass crack of dawn. I'm yeah. not there yet. <laughs> I, I, I am not there yet. We're working on it. Because <laughs> my goal is to be able to go to the gym in the mornings before work. Mm. I've done that like twice, but that's we're just not there yet. We're not there yet.
2: I can call you in the morning, Tony. She said, I didn't ask
0: you to do that. (laughs) See, nah, because Jamari did the same thing and I was like, bro, you gotta chill. (laughs) But I will say that what's been useful for me is having dedicated days and times um, for the things I want to do. So currently, podcast days are Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. So Tuesdays um, at whatever time, after work, that's what I'm dedicating to the podcast, to editing episodes, recording episodes, working on our social posts, stuff like that. That's mm. my Tuesdays. So mm-hmm. stuff like that, just making sure I have designated time for certain activities. And also, I love me a Google Calendar.
2: Yes, come on.
0: iOS, mm. iCalendar. Yes. I'll put
2: everything I live in my calendar. Come on.
0: I, okay. So if somebody invites me somewhere, somebody asks me to go do something. Oh, let me check my calendar. Oh, <laughs> nope, it's already been. <laughs> it's already been assigned. <laughs> I got you this weekend, though.
2: I love that. No, you need
0: it. So, yes. yeah, use your calendar. That is my yes. advice. Use your calendar.
2: Yes,
1: mm-hmm. I love that. My neurodivergent ass cannot operate <laughs> or function without that. Because I will forget everything. I am waiting to the point in the stage in my life where I can have a personal assistant. So I don't have to remember Come shit.
2: On. So with, with Google calendar, my issue is I sometimes get caught up in the day to day. And because the Google calendar is on my phone, I mm. avoid looking at it. I, mm. I have my, mm. I have my tasks written out on Google calendar, but how do you all stay consistent with looking at it? Honestly,
1: it's hard for i don't use my google calendar i use the apple one to see what the day is looking like Mm -hmm. however um the main calendar that i use is my work calendar okay and i color code it because that's something i'm forced to look at like i'm an account manager so i have to know when client meetings are i'm constantly scheduling different calls and all that bs Mm -hmm. so I put it in a place where I know I'm going to look at it. So everything that's in yellow is something that's personal to me, whether it be teaching um, the students at a doing this podcast, you know, meeting with somebody outside of work, whatever the case is, and then everything in blue. Is internal meetings everything in red? Is client meetings mm. and I should probably start coloring quirk stuff, but right now that's yellow because it's still personal to me. <laughs> but <laughs> I usually do that, and that gives me a high level view of what my week looks like. And I can see like quickly because it's color coded what needs to get done and when it needs to get done.
0: Mm. Okay. So that's kind of yeah. how I
1: stay because I I can't, I like multiple calendars and them all being separated. Again, neurodivergent ass can't handle that. I need it all. Like I'm not checking it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's real. Mine are linked. Like my Google calendar and my iCal, they're Mm -hmm. linked. So Mm. all of my events show up on both calendars. But Mm -hmm. when I look at my phone, I only look at the iCalendar. Um, I don't necessarily have an issue checking my calendar, but I would say Mm. if you do have that issue, I... Something else I'm a fan of is reminders. Mm. I use reminders for everything. So (laughs) maybe set a reminder to check your calendar Mm. at the beginning of the week and the beginning of the month too. So you can just see like what your month looks like at the top of the month. And then as you're going week by week, maybe on Sunday or Monday, set a reminder to check your events for the week.
2: I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: Have you heard of Tick Tick? Uh Uh-uh. What's that? It's like a... It's an elevated version of a to-do list. (laughs) That's the best way I can um, describe it. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of the Eisenhower Matrix? No. Um, Girl, I just learned about them. (laughs) I wish I didn't ask you because like now I got to remember. So I know that it's quadrants and one section is like important. I think it's important And not important, and then urgent, and then, like, not urgent. Mm -hmm. So the quadrant that's important and urgent, that's the stuff that you absolutely have to do, I suppose, that day. And you should narrow it to, like, no more than three things, I think. Mm -hmm. Then Mm -hmm. the not urgent but important, that's – I believe that's the delegate. like section Mm -hmm. (laughs) or you know schedule out section and then you have urgent and not important no that's what the delegate section is urgent and not important is delegate because somebody else could do that mess Mm -hmm. and then the not urgent not important is the stuff that you just need to throw away (laughs) like why are you doing it at all so um tick tick is kind of based That is an app that's based off of the Eisenhower Matrix. Mm -hmm. So it allows you to kind of categorize what's important and see all of those things. So you can figure out who needs to do what, or if something needs to get pushed out, or if something that just needs to come off your your to-do list altogether.
2: Okay, thank you. I'll check it out.
1: Yeah, no problem. Hmm. And then if you like Trello boards, that's a thing too. You just... Move it along <laughs> However you set it
2: up <laughs> Have you heard of you No You guys move oh. on I've heard of a <laughs> Kanban board is it Yeah that like- is probably
1: oh. the same thing Cause okay. you just like create cards And you move them over And you can set them up mm-hmm. Either by day Or by status Whatever Yes
0: honey, oh, like, that. Oh, She pulled out her <laughs> board <laughs> Listen yes.
2: I was ready y'all You Okay have- this is- you. <laughs> I don't use it though That's the sad part I don't use this mm-hmm. damn board I need to I get so overwhelmed with life. I'd be like, "All right, fuck it. I'll just figure it out in my head."
1: Maybe if it's digital, you'll yeah. use it. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to thank you, um, Shante, because when you were talking, I realized about Issa Rae and, and all of those successful people getting up early. You, the Holy Spirit, must have spoke through you because in that moment. I realized that the good lord again is leveraging my procrastination to his <laughs> benefit because i need to do lesson plans and things mm. like that i always schedule it on the weekend never do it i was supposed to do a lesson plan before we got on the call day i was tired i laid in bed and watched netflix instead so I know that after we get off Of this as well I'm not gonna Do it so what's been happening Is the day of the class I'll get up at like 4 or 5 O'clock in the morning (laughs) To do the lesson plan Then start my 9 to 5 Work and do whatever I need to do There and then go right Into class and then Whatever time I have Left on Wednesday If I have the energy at the end of the day I will work on Quirk But to your point, I'm usually depleted, so that doesn't happen. But I do feel accomplished when I finish those things at 8 o'clock or whatever time I finish in the morning. (laughs) So thank you for making me realize that I'm being um, molded into something else. (laughs)
0: Mm. Yes. Maybe I should start trying to do podcast things in the morning. Mm. Are you a
2: morning person?
0: I See... I used to be long, Mm. long ago. I don't know what Mm. happened, but now it's the struggle getting up in the morning. I don't know. I will say like, as I've taken better care of my health Mm. um, and like actually been paying attention to the amount of sleep I get and all that stuff, I've gotten back to being able to get up in the morning earlier, but 4 a.m. Jesus. I know. Jesus.
2: Okay. What about 5 a.m.? What about five a.m.? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not a morning. I, my
1: body would do wake up to like ten. <laughs> oh
0: Lord. Yeah, I could do five a.m. because I just had to get up at five thirty a.m. at like the other day because we had to be at work early. But ew. Maybe we need to be accountability buddies for each other.
1: Absolutely. For that, absolutely not.
0: <laughs> okay. We we won't make any promises. That's right. <laughs> um, okay. We're get getting, we getting kind of long on time. So I'm going to go ahead and start to wrap up this episode. You have been dropping so many wonderful gems, Shantae. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to see if you have just, just one more for the people. Okay. <laughs> for the cheat codes. Because mm. if you've been listening, you know we like to wrap up each episode with a cheat code to just kind of explain an overall code for people of how to adult and how to get through in today's topic, figuring out your purpose and acting on your purpose. So do you have a cheat code for the people?
2: I think the cheat code that, I, that comes to mind is learn how to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. As soon as you step mm-hmm. outside of your comfort zone, you'll realize that your abilities are so much more than what you see. So if yeah. you're trying to be a leader at work or if you're trying to try that new hobby... The only thing that's stopping you is fear. And fear is fake Mm. evidence acting real. So what you can do is say, all right, if I'm going to do this, listen to your future self. Your future self is motivating you to move forward in that direction. All you have to do is move past fear. So I will always encourage you to get comfortable with the uncomfortable, And you'll then discover your passion. You'll then discover your purpose.
0: Come on, Pastor. Mm. Fake Fake fear is fake evidence. Fake acting evidence real? acting real. Correct. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, it's an acronym. Oh, uh-huh. Jesus.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can you guys tell it's late? I'm tired. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, my goodness. That was real good, though. That was real good. Jamey, do you have one?
1: Okay, so I'm going to switch mine up since originally it was gonna be you don't know until you try so test everything but that kind of just goes into what you just said jante Mm -hmm. so i really want to emphasize that patience is key young grasshopper Mm -hmm. patience for (laughs) patience for finding your passions and your purpose and then also patience for when you have found them and you're not where you want to be at because we tend to focus on, you know, the next thing, getting there versus sitting in our here. And sitting in here is not fun, but (laughs) um, I think you had made a point to it earlier in the episode, Shante, where you had said that the reason you're in that season or the reason that you're here is so that you can develop or learn something Mm -hmm. and then you'll get Mm -hmm. that test to see how motivated or if you can actually steward over that thing so that you can go to quote unquote there and then there becomes here and you start the cycle all over
2: again. (laughs) (laughs) That's it.
0: (sighs) Okay. My cheat code is you have to believe in your Mm. own passions and your purpose in order for other people to believe it. Mm. It's not going to come to fruition and become a real thing unless you believe it yourself. Mm. So Mm. believe in yourself basically. Yes. Before anybody else can. Yeah. It starts within. Mm. Yeah. That's my cheat code.
1: I love that. I thought that was gonna be a song to that, but the universe took that away from me. Yeah. Isn't there, like, a High School Musical, like, Believe in Yourself song? Um, Don't stop
2: Believe. Nope. Oh, that's that's a thing. That's... The
0: The first song that I thought of from High School Musical... Is this High School Musical? Push it, push it to the middle. That is what I was referring to. It's, like, the end where they're, like...
1: It's like Zac Efron and whatever the girl's name was was walking out. Not that we're all in this together, but they're like, no. well, what is the, and then they, like the first line, it's like all quiet. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. We're all in this together. Cause it's like, we're breaking free. And then everybody comes out and.
0: Oh, you talking about when they're like in the play and Troy sure. arrives to the play all late. Okay. You know what? What? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to look it up later. (laughs) But that wraps up the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, Shantae, for coming Mm -hmm, on the podcast and being such a wonderful guest. Like, we have to bring you back because this was great.
2: Thank you for having me. Um, (laughs) I will say, Tony and Jamae, who you are, who you all are individually, you you two are great women. Um, Y'all are very personable um, very caring. Uh, you take the time to get to know people that you're not even familiar with, right, Jermaine? Cause I was, I just recently met you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Tony, yeah. you and I have had a relationship since college and to reconnect with you and see that you're doing great things. I'm so proud. And, um, mm-hmm. I hope that whatever you all are trying to pursue in your life, that you're able to manifest it and it comes in abundance. So thank you for having me. It was an honor. I can't wait to see what's next for you two. And um, this is only the beginning.
0: Oh my God. You, you ain't gonna make me cry on this right? podcast. Okay. What's happening? We ain't gonna do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you, do you want to plug your socials real quick so the people know mm-hmm. where to find you? Yes.
2: So you can follow me at Sky Luna on Instagram. You can follow me at skyluna.polls. Mm-hmm. That's S-K-Y-L-U-N-A period poles, P-O-L-E-S. If you want to connect with me on TikTok, that's where I'm most active right now. Uh, it's Sky Luna poles without the period. So it's S-K-Y-L-U-N-A-P-O-L-E-S. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. it. So if you liked this episode and if you like the podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review You can follow us on Instagram at Occasional Adult Pod and you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts, including Spotify, Mm -hmm. Apple Podcasts, Anchor, all that good stuff. You should know that we now have listener letters. So if you need Mm -hmm. advice or if you just want to ask us a question, you can ask us an occasional question at the listener.
1: (laughs) I was waiting for it. I was so excited. Name drop. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: we're we're having a lot of fun with this branding in case you couldn't tell but (laughs) you can go to the listener letter link in the link in our Instagram bio and also if you want to help us out by donating Mm -hmm. to the podcast Mm -hmm. you can do that too by going to the supporter link in our Instagram bio but that is all we have thank you so much for tuning Mm -hmm. in and we will catch y'all next time bye guys Bye. bye